Welcome back. This is Bet the Rent Week 9. I'm your co-host. Credit alongside me, as always, is Brian, a.k.a. Billy, a.k.a. Mush Tater Pal. How you feeling? How you doing? You all right? You know, I've been better, pal. I've been better. I feel like we always once a year hit this, this part of the season where it's like, you know what? I'm done. Let's just, uh, I'm done. Let's just move on. I want, I want a Super Bowl party. Let's go to college basketball. I think we're at the low point right now. It's it's so the emotions during football season. It's like football season starts are so high. We love it. We're winning games to start. And then you just go in this like dry period where you're like, God, this is miserable. This is exhausting. Um, I don't really want to do this anymore. And what makes this fun is last year we were in the top 100 for most of the contest for at least a solid five weeks, um, specifically with better A. And it, it just made it fun. You got to dream a little bit. Right now, there's no dreaming. There's only nightmares. And we're like, golly, how do we even get a little sweat? We're going to be playing for quarter prizes here pretty soon. We might be back <laughs> to playing for the booby prize. I mean, that's literally what I looked at today. I looked at how far we're back on the booby prize. We start just tanking the season and, and play for draft picks next year. <laughs> but what's the what, – can we get a lottery pick? It is can the trade a, deadline. Can we get a better B? Can we get a better, better A? <laughs> Can we, get, can, we get, can we get a better E equals MC squared? Can we get some of that? <laughs> well, uh, we went two and three last week. We had the winners of the Saints and the Browns. So the Saints was absolutely no sweat. Browns were no sweat. So great job on our winners. The problem is we had three losers. One of the losers being the Lions. You want to talk to me about that game? I mean, the Lions are one of those games where it's like we've bet on enough football to know that you're never out of it. Um like you've never cashed a ticket, right? And the Lions were, you know, we're up 14, we're doing good, we're up 10 at half or 14 at half or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden you look at in the game, we're down four, and it's like, oh my God, there's five minutes left. And we have zero chance to cover that game. The the unfortunate part is looking back in the second half, the Lions possessed the ball three times. Miami just went on long drives that kind of sucked the air out of the football and uh, kind of left us hanging with our hat in the hand. The- the Dolphins converted 10 third and longs. And I think third and long is third and six or longer. Ten of them. So they, that's like the record for a team. Um, third, ten longs. And, man, they weren't even just like little right at the sticks. They were just going to run. Tyreek was like, I'm just going to run by you. I mean, it was actually <laughs> kind of a crafty little, like, you know, everyone tries to sit at the sticks on the third and longs. It's, yeah. obviously, it's terrible defense. I've seen it time and time and time again. Like you're either going to get a hit with a screen pass or, you know, they're going to get the 12 yards and they're just going to run you over. Um, so you got to play two yards short, but the Dolphins were like, you know what? They're going to sit there. So they would run to the sticks, give a little, uh, you know, like a stutter step and then just go and two would just throw it over them. I was like, ah, that's, that's pretty crafty. I like that uh, play call. Anyway, Lions loser. We just needed a field goal. If we would have got a field goal in that game, we would have been good in the second half, but no points. We got a bagel in the second. Rams was another loser. We really liked that one. I kind of mentioned this after the fact that it looks like, I mean, we just, this was a public winner the whole way. Actually, we were doing, we looked good in the first half, but you could just tell that thing was going to unravel. There was no sustainability. It was like Matt Stafford had kind of a broken play touchdown. Um, first drive was good, but then it was just like, oh boy, the, the, the first or second drive in the second half, you're like, yeah, this one's done. This one has no chance. And then the, the last loser was the Bucks. Uh, is just Thursday night. We recorded during that game and we're, we're feeling good and we're kind of riding high that we kind of, put our foot down and said, this is a good bet. And uh turns out that uh Tom Brady's old. Turns out that divorces really mess with you. 
You know, divorces definitely mess with you, and Tom Brady was old, but Tom Brady wasn't playing defense. Tom Brady didn't give up 160 yards rushing in the second half. Yeah, Tom Brady didn't just let him run the ball down there throw it on, on the defensive side. I mean, it was 10 to three. And the game ended up being 27, what, 20 or 22, 27? Yeah. So they ended up scoring 24 points by running the football only in the second half. That ain't on Tom Brady. I mean, you give me 22 points is kind of garbage because he scored six at the end. But I, I saw a lot of things that I was like, eh. Yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily that far. Again, nope. Like we didn't get the scoring going until really late in that game, and um, I, we had a lot of chances, in my opinion. The unfortunate part, and we kind of called it. This is the first one where we kind of put our foot down with Better A and said, "No, we're taking this one." And so you knew it was going to be a loser. Just you, just absolutely knew. It. You're like, "Yeah, this is a loser." We put our foot down here. We're going to call this one. And we've talked so. about weeks in the past where we just keep doing this to ourselves. Where we're talking to ourselves. What will we? What, what will we have gotten instead? Maybe we get the Saints. That's that's the only winner we had. We had the Browns in that contest. So it, it's a tough situation where we got to stop going to game three, four, and five. You yeah. Know, or I guess in this situation, game seven, eight, nine. That's where we're getting in trouble. So you know what? Let's set the precedent now. It's too late in the season to for us to be flip-flopping. We've cost ourselves several wins this year. Um, let's stick to what we know. Let's go with our instincts um, and who we are, and let's stay true to it. And if we lose, we lose. But we lose going down. Like how we know, like we're good. We went three, two, and one when we actually look at bets. We can't always predict which bets are going to be bets, but that's that's how life goes. And unfortunately, we got an extra half point on the Lions come game time. We got four. Bummer, we didn't get that on the contest. So what? Let's move on. Here's the here's the thing. The 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 every year, like I said at the beginning of the pod, at the every every year we have back to back weeks where at the end of it, it's just like I never want to bet on football again, uh, and. This is, I think, you know, what what did you you said the MGM had reported their first uh, losing Sunday all year, and we went two and three. So let's bounce back. Let's get excited. Week nine of the NFL season, baby. Bet the rents back. Let's jump into it. Yep, we're ten games back of the leader. We're twenty one and nineteen. Now it's time to get the party started this week, like we always do. Like it, love it, leave it. We got the Texans plus thirteen and a half versus the Eagles. All right, pal. On three, you know the rules. One, two, three. Leave, Leave it. it. This game's not even worth touching. I mean, if you're going to bet it, you actually – I'm going to psych you out, pal. You'd actually want to bet the big favorite here. This is just a team that – you have the undefeated team every year. There's always a team that goes 13-3 and three against the spread that you're just like, they're that good? Really? And that's this year. That's the Eagles. The actual – the trick of this game, what I've learned on the, um, the trends, is you bet the Eagles first half. That's the trick. I like it. Uh, to be honest, there's college football on Thursday. I don't need to force it. That let's. There's a World Series on. I, I don't have to bet this game. I don't want to even want to look at it. I I, I want to get my fix in a different way. To be honest, don't want to watch this. Back to your comment about Goodell and uh, Jeff Bezos and their strained relationship. We clearly know something's going on because they got another dog. How does this game end up in prime time? <laughs> they don't think they look at that like we're going to give them this game. <laughs> <That's what laughs> They're just like kind of like the old London games. They're just giving them the absolute dog, just the bottom of the barrel dog shit. So we're gonna just punt that. We're gonna we're gonna be done with it. Um. So no Thursday, no early submissions. So will we psych each other out? I don't think so this week. But before we get there, a little college football time with our man Rick Seven. A little bet the Rick. whispering all the time because he has a baby in the house which i thought was hilarious 
anyway, hey guys, how's it going this week? Last week I was a very average three and three. Boring! Which brings my total to 21, 24, and three. But this week we are going to change things. I'll get to that in a minute. First, Claire has refused yet again to answer a text. So, another secret reveal about Claire and Casey. Yes, it is true. Claire and Casey have experimented together, if you know what I mean. And what I mean by, if you know what I mean, is that the two of them took a chemistry class together, Chemistry 101, and it was a required lab that they had to do an experiment. Yeah, that, that secret started out a lot better um, than it actually turned out. This week, I am going to give you top 10 picks. This is where I am going to go away from my losing season and become get a strong winning season. So without further ado, number 10, UTSA, favored by one at the University of Alabama Birmingham Blazers. Take UTSA, beep, beep, the Roadrunners and the one point. I didn't do that right. Take the UTSA Roadrunners, beep, beep, and the one point. At number nine, the South Carolina game. Cox are taking on Vanderbilt. The Commodores have seven points to give. South Carolina favored by seven. Take the game. Cox and the seven points. Number eight, Florida at Texas. Texas favored by three. Florida is a great quarterback or an okay quarterback. Uh, Texas, I think, is a little better quarterback. Texas is going to win this week and win by three, probably more like by ten. At number seven, Texas Tech at TCU. In my mind, this started out as a tough game. Texas Tech started out strong the year during this year, but they got a little worse as each uh, week went by. TCU, on the other hand, is still undefeated. Still, now it's a 9.5% chance to get to the playoffs. Oddly enough, they are favored by 9.5. Take TCU and the 9.5 points. Bama, Alabama at LSU. Alabama is favored by 13. I am going to take Claire's alma mater, LSU, and the plus 13. To hold Alabama is still probably going to win, but I think LSU will actually uh, cover the spread this week. At number five, where is my list here? Number five, I can, oh, there it is. Appalachian State, favored by three at Coastal Carolina. We haven't talked about the Chanticleers all year, but now we will. Take the Chanticleers and the points. Favored, uh, Appalachian State, favored by three, will go down in Mountaineer Flames. I didn't make any sense. At number four, we are still in the, we're going to the Big 12 again really quick. Oklahoma State, favored by two over Kansas. Kansas had a bye week last, last week coming back. Quarterbacks hopefully coming back, but it doesn't matter. Oklahoma State, after being humiliated by Kansas State, is going to win and cover. Let's see, down to number three, into the Big Ten, USC. I'm just kidding, it's too soon. Wisconsin is at home against Maryland. Maryland has five and a half points. Wisconsin, take five and a half points at the Badgers in Wisconsin. At number two, staying in the Big Ten, Ohio State is at Northwestern. Ohio State favored by 38 and a half points. Only 38 and a half. Take the Buckeyes to slaughter Northwestern. Not literally, that'd be very illegal. And our number one pick of the week, this one is for you, Josh. I am taking Purdue. And they're four and a half points over the Hawks.
Hawkeyes of Iowa. Because that way, for me, it is a win-win situation. Unless Iowa loses by four points, then it's a lose-lose situation. Anyway, that is all for me this week. I know I talked fast, so just hit rewind on that cassette recorder, and you can go back and listen to the next kid. That's all for me this week. Take care, Josh. Take care, Brian. Week seven coming in. <laughs> Ten picks. Um, yeah, back away from Mike Brown a little bit. Got a little excited. I like it. Um, so the uh, college picks, Josh. Who you who you like this week, buddy? What 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 did you well, think for, of Rick's well, segment? First off, I don't think we have. I don't think Rick knows what plus or minus means on the game. So I'm pretty sure Purdue's favored by four and a half. <laughs> hey, where where do you think he gets his lines from? I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not really sure if he he looks him up. Maybe the newspaper. That seems about like Rick. He gets him out of the sports section of the newspaper. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, picks of the week. Last week, college football, we went three and one, so we bounced back a little bit. We're eight and nine since we've been giving them out on the pod. Good weekend last week, pal. Let's get us started off. Who do you like? Friday night, we've got uh, number, I think, 23, Oregon State on the road against Washington at Washington. I like the favorite, Washington, minus the four and a half. Again, we've harped on it all year. Unranked teams giving points, easy money. I'm going to go to the marquee game of the week already. We got Georgia minus eight hosting Tennessee. Tennessee's the number one ranked team in the nation, and they're getting eight? What? No way. I'll take Tennessee. Kidding. That's what everyone else is saying. You take Georgia minus the eight. We took Alabama and got burned by it. We're going to take Georgia here minus eight and roll with it again. Notre Dame plus three and a half at home against Clemson. Clemson's a look a little bit scary. Uh, Notre Dame's coming on, to be honest. They've had a couple back-to-back huge games. We gave out Notre Dame last week as a winner. I like Notre Dame plus the points. Texas versus Kansas State. Kansas State hung up a big old number and beat the snot out of Oklahoma State. Um, everyone's going to be back in Kansas State this week. Take Texas plus two and a half at home. The last pick that we have, uh, uh, Rick might have swayed us a little bit, but we're going to, it's a slight lean LSU plus 13 against Alabama home team. The only thing I don't like is maybe Alabama's a little bit, you know, snuffed for being uh, yeah, out of the, the top four. So they could put it on LSU, but LSU plus 13 and a half early looks like a bet. Yeah, I think it's irrelevant. Alabama's probably going to get in the playoffs because they're on the West. Um, Tennessee and Georgia are in the East of the SEC, so they're going to determine who plays in the SEC championship this weekend and likely playing Alabama. Alabama will get a rematch. Um, I'm probably going to have to play Georgia, to be honest, because I think Georgia's going to win this weekend. Here's the, here's the one thing I'm a little bit worried about Tennessee. This is going to be the longest college segment that we talk about. Tennessee's got one of those players – in uh, their quarterback that that makes it he's a little bit special and he could be one of those Joe Burrow kind where he, we just kind of lose money on him all year because he's that talented. And, and in college, that talented of a player can make a massive difference where Vegas just gets it wrong. And that's one thing I'm a little slightly worried about Tennessee. They've got a pro quarterback back there. My problem with that analysis is Tennessee lost to Alabama except for a phantom pass interference call that we win that game and win that bet. Um, that's why I'm a little upset about that. At fourth and five and he threw an interception and there was a phantom penalty called. We still don't know who it came from, but that's where I stand on Tennessee. Fair enough.
All right, there we have it. Little college football wrap for the week. Moving on. We got our pal, your pal, my pal, Better A, who is reinstated in 12 more states last week. He's banned in like 14 states now. He, we are um, an abysmal 18 and 22, four games below 500. He likes early this week, Falcons plus three and a half. Yeah, uh, real quick. Last week we went 0 and 2. Uh, he had the Bills and Cardinals. We had the Bucks with him. We did not have the Saints. We had the Rams, and then we had the Browns. So unfortunately, if we could have got the Saints in there, we could have stole one. I will say something about his Cardinals pick. Is I mean that looked so good all the way. And you talk about just getting unlucky. We're down two. The Cardinals are covering the three and a half, and they drop a punt. Like they muff a punt, and the Ravens go or the the Vikings go on to score. That one hurts. That one really does. And then so you have the Bills. Yeah, so the Bills. I was gonna say the Bills. I mean, you have you have a pick. Josh Allen throws a pick at the one yard line with like five minutes left, and it leaves the back door open for Green Bay. So it was a little bit brutal beat. I'm not too mad at Better A this week. Yeah, tough beat. Even though you know when, uh, you know when Aaron Rodgers got that ball, it's like, guy, yeah, here comes the back door. Yep, <laughs> we've seen this enough. <laughs> so, um, well, he's got like you said. What, what pick did you lead off with? Uh, Falcons. He likes the Falcons plus three and a half against the Chargers. What do you think of that one? Uh, very pretty sharp. I don't know why the Chargers are favored on the road. I cannot figure that out. Aren't aren't these teams the same teams? The Falcons are leading the NFC South, by the way. But why are the Chargers supposed to be favored on the road? I just don't understand that. We got got by the Chargers a couple weeks ago. I might still be a little upset, but I think we've made a more of a commitment. Like if we think teams are the same team and one of them is favored on the road, we're going to be like, eh, probably not the the probably not the team I'd go with. Yeah. I like this pick. I think this is a sharp pick. Next pick, he likes the Bears at home plus five against the Dolphins. What's your thoughts? Surprisingly, another very sharp pick. And you know he hates betting with his team. This is his team, and he hates betting with them. So typically when he he goes out on a limb and, and makes this pick, it's a sharp pick. And I think we are in full agreement here. These are two very, very sharp picks. Unfortunately, our picks might be the same this week, Josh. I, I don't know how I feel about that. If he sticks with his guns, the problem is better. He never sticks with his guns, right? Uh, I think I think we'll see a little bit difference, but I think we've been on the same sides like this before, and we rolled. And I think that was our five and a week. We're still searching for that five and a. We need we need it. And guess what? This is the end of the quarter two week this week, so very good chance we go five and a because <laughs> uh, it won't count in Q three. So I, I like this picks the Bears uh, at home. It's likely going to be a little bit of a weather game that favors that favors the Bears like big time. The Dolphins love to throw the football, and they're a, a running, they're a gunslinging team. That would favor if we get some weather, we get some rain, get some wind. Uh, the Bears, they seem to have figured it out on the offensive side a little bit more, meaning they know how to use uh, Justin Fields using his legs um, and not trying to make him like a prototypical passer. He looks a little bit more comfortable back there, and they have been moving the ball and scoring points. So I like to pick. Now it's time for guess what? Main event. Let's go. It hasn't been too main. These one and four two weeks ago, two and three last week. All right, let's keep climbing out of this hole. We got to dig one out and uh, a lot of games to pick from here this week. I, I really like the board. Um, I don't say that too often. Usually I'm kind of the negative one, but I, I think this is our chance. I, I actually added a pick when we did the pre-roll. We got seven pretty strong picks on here. There's five winners. I'm very, very confident. Well, we need it. Your boys need it this week. Let's come out strong, Josh. Who Start us off. Give us your best pick of the week. 
I won't give you my best pick. I'm just gonna go with I'm gonna go with the the Monday night game as we always like to start. We'll start in a primetime game. Saints plus two and a half versus the Ravens. The Ravens are missing a few key pieces. They're missing uh, their tight end. Do you, do you remember that guy's name? I can't I can't think of it right now. Anyway, they're missing that guy. He's that white. guy's important. Uh, yeah, that they all are. I think <laughs> um, he is. He is incredibly important to the team. Mark Andrews. Um, he's he's kind of uh, Lamar's safety valve. And to not have him, that's kind of an important piece. The Saints, they have been scoring 30 points a game with Andy Dalton. That's why they didn't go back to Jameis Winston. Yes, he had that Thursday night blunder. He is 0-12. Andy Dalton is in prime time. That is scary. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be real honest. But, man, the Saints, they, they seem to at least know who they are. The uh, I, I really like that pick. I mean, a prime time. The problem is, and I, you know what, I'm just going to come out and just own the jinx. We have crushed it on Monday night this year. Absolutely owned it. Um, and uh, this is this one is the one where I feel, yeah, we could lose this one. We could lose this one. We could have some bad turnovers, and this is a disgusting game, and we have zero chance that it. it looks bad from the very beginning. That's what I'm worried about here. This Monday night run that we're on is just payback. It's like we're getting back for the two seasons. You know, back to back years where we couldn't win them in an football game to, to launch us like into the top 10 of the contest. Uh, so we're getting them all back, but unfortunately, they're to go like three and two and two and three, like <laughs> one and four. Uh, they're not to go five and oh. So Monday night football, Saints. What do you got for me in the Sunday night football game? Let's talk about that one real quick. Sunday night football game. Uh, I don't like the Sunday night football game, uh, to be honest. Uh, I want to talk about it with the, with the listeners because they're going to watch Sunday night football. Well, well fill, fill me in. What do, what do you like? Well, it is the Chiefs at home. I think laying it's up to like 12, I think, against the Titans. I'm going to be honest, pal. I The reason I punted that, the reason I, I wet fished that, is I didn't know who the hell was playing Sunday night. So I apologize. Uh, I did want to talk about this game, but I threw a wet fish just right on your lap and you didn't know what to do with it. My bad. I didn't know who was playing. Uh, I do like this game. The uh, it, This is uh, – I was going to save this for the I Know Football pick, uh, but this is my – uh, I like Tennessee. No, I don't like Tennessee. Sorry. I like the Chiefs um, minus – I like, you know, Andy Reid off of a bye, minus 12.5. That line opened up at 10.5. It's moved up to uh, to to 12.5. But I like Kansas City minus 12.5, the favorite here. I like it. We'll get to, we're going to use that as your – I know football pick anyway. We'll get there. Um, but I don't think this will be in the contest. I just think there's better picks for us. Yeah. Could easily see in the Titans. The Titans just play this team really well. They typically have in the past. They do have Derrick Henry. They the Chiefs have been known to have a weaker run defense. Easily could be a close game, but this it could be 24 to nothing at half. And you know that game's done. Just go to bed. <laughs> All right, babe. You go ahead and get some sleep. I'll take care of the baby. I got yeah. it. This game's uh, done. Um, but there's the primetime games. Let's go ahead and move on to the um the afternoon time slot. This week in the first game in the in the afternoon time slot I want to talk about is a weird one. It's the Bucks versus the Rams, which is two playoff teams that are both like dwindling this year. With the the Bucks are like well well below five hundred. The Rams are two games below five hundred. Um, I, I think I, I I'm betting the Bucks minus two and a half here if I if I had to play it. The uh, I mean you you have Tom Brady with ten days to prepare. Right. And the Rams have a big emotional loss. Uh, there is some rumors going around the Rams season's done. 
that uh, we could be looking at the end of uh, their head coach, their head coach. There's rumors that he's uh, retiring. Uh, I know that sounds crazy, but you know, this, this season football takes a lot out of you, man. We're only, we're not even halfway through the, the season yet, man. Like I'm exhausted. I don't have to play a single snap. You think McVay's going to retire? Yeah. There's rumors that McVay's going to retire, that this is his last year. So, I mean, and it could be, it could have just be like after this week, like he's just at his wits end. I know Cam Akers tweeted, I miss football. Like, Motherfucker, you missed the football four weeks ago when we needed you in a trick play. I'm still upset about that game. Uh, Bucks minus I, two and a half. I like the, it. I think uh, it's on the sh- it's on the short list, but there's really good games coming up here. The, the one of my favorite picks this week is we've got uh, we've we a couple rules that we always talk about. We talk about the one and one rule. We talk about in division, and we talk about a little redemption. So I like the Cardinals minus two and a half against the Seahawks. The Seahawks could be legitimate. They could be a real team. And we were on this train early on, but you know what? I like getting off the train now. I like the Cardinals minus two and a half against the Seahawks. I, I love it because I'm so afraid of it. I'm just afraid of this pick. I know what I get in the Cardinals. I know what the Seahawks have been bringing. I mean, Geno Smith looked legit last week. Everyone was banging on him, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat this. You know why he didn't look that good? Because he played for the Jets. He played for the Jets. That's why he didn't look that good. He's got a real team. He's got real coaches. He's got real weapons by him. That, that running back, Walker. Um, obviously the, the two receivers he's got Lockett and DK Metcalf are, are real big time receivers, man, they've been playing well, but the, what, this scares me so much. I got to lean into the Cardinals here because no one's going to bet this one. This doesn't make any sense. When you look at this yeah. line, why the Seahawks are leading that division. Why are they getting points on the road against the Cardinals who look terrible? Got to bet the Cardinals here. That's what that screams. I think that will be on both of our, I think that's one of our strongest picks, to be honest. I think that that one will be on, on all of ours. For sure. Completely agree. The one you probably dislike the most is I'm I'm going to hit that one now is I'm going to look at the commanders plus three and a half at home versus the Vikings. I know your concern is going to be the commanders. They've won two in a row. They look like the hottest team in football, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to disagree with the Vikings have won a lot of games in a row. And the Vikings got really lucky last week, a muff punt at the right time. Um, I I just, the commanders seem to know a little bit who they are. I don't know if the Vikings are real. The Vikings are going to come back to earth. They've won a lot of like, weirdly close games that they've actually looked like blowouts and they've covered the spread a lot. This is that one o'clock time slot, that early morning game, but it is on the road. Is that the commanders? I am afraid it's, t- it's Heineke. They have one, two in a row. Don't get me wrong. I'm afraid of that. Uh, listen, you took the words right out of my mouth. There's only one thing that you're missing. The goat of 11 a.m. football games. That's who that's, that's where that's where he lives. So it's the only thing that's scary about this game. And also the commanders uh, announced today that they are selling the team. So, you know, playing for some new ownership. I think that's some, some good mojo on our side. One thing to note, Vikings look ahead spot. They play the bills next week. Really good spot to get the to bet against the Vikings. Looking at the commanders four and four, like, eh, we want the bills next week. That's who they're more excited to play. Show that they're for real. Next game. Give me one. I, I've got this. Uh, this is uh, kind of a mixture. I think we both uh, just really like this game for a couple reasons. It's the Raiders minus two uh, at the Jaguars. Um, that line was minus one. Basically, we we had the uh, basically a game that with this very similar line last week, right? Raiders at the Saints, and so you're basically saying the Jaguars and the Saints are the same team? No, they're not, man. No, they're not. The Jaguars. We said this last week. They are losers. 
they are losers, losers, losers. They, they have a loser mentality. They have a loser uh, organization. Now, I also said this about the Raiders, but the Jaguars even more so. The Jaguars are coming back from London after a loss. Nobody cares. Their season's kind of winding down here. The Raiders still have a lot to play for, so I like the Raiders minus two. Their, their season, this is for both of them. I think they both have two wins. Um, the thing with the Jags is they just can't help themselves but lose games. Right, They're in the game two weeks ago against the Giants. They should have won that game. They should have won the game against the, the Broncos, and they can't seem to beat him. Beat the beat the uh, Russell Wilson led Broncos over in London. It just seems like a team. It's like a comedy of errors down the stretch. They seem like they have the good players. They 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 have a fairly good game plan. They just can't seem to close it out. The hardest part about it in the NFL is winning the game. So a lot of one possession games that haven't went their way could be stepping in a little bit here. But I like the Raiders. I think they're a little bit more talented. And you know Derek Carr, people dog on him, but he's kind of a he's a back and forth QB. He uh, he's up and down. He's a little bit of a roller coaster. Didn't score any points last week. I like them to come out strong this week. Again, I, we're getting betting against a team that played in London. They played in a different continent. There's a big old ocean over there. Came back. I fade them. I'm impressed you know what a continent is. I'm not going to lie. Bonus points for you. Yeah, I watched Where is Carmen San Diego when I was a kid. Where so. in the world is Carmen San Diego? Talking about San Diego, let's move on to the, another game we like. Falcons plus three and a half against the, the former San Diego Superchargers. Um, I think we're rolling here with better A. We like the Falcons plus three, three and a half. I already gave you my reasons. I'll give it to you again. I don't know why the Chargers are favored on the road. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, the only thing I'm worried about is we're probably going to be on the public side, right? I don't know. I think that I still think the public likes the Chargers just because the Chargers typically put up a lot of points. I think they've got a lot of flash. So I think they're still on the public side there. I don't think the public is fully committed to the Falcons and everybody that took the Falcons last week, they finally jumped on their train. They, they did not cover against the Panthers. So I don't think there's a lot of public, even though the Falcons have been amazing against the spread. I don't think there's a lot of public love for the Falcons. Fair. I'll take that. Last game on the board again, better a pick bears plus five. I already gave you the reasons. Could be a tough weather game. Going to be tough for that air raid attack of the Dolphins. How what do you think? One thing that I really like, uh, I, I, we've said it last year on the podcast, you know, uh, our, our, our bookie, we'll call him, said, you know what affects over-unders? You know what's the biggest number one effector? It's not the snow. It's not the cold. It's not the rain. It's the wind. It's the wind. That's what really affects this. I like the under in this game. It's just going to be a round and pound field goal game. No touchdown scores. A disgusting 13 to 15 game. Bears plus five. I love that pick. Completely agree with you. Good little nugget for the team, especially if it's like wins over like 20 mile an hour. Like that, you just want to try to bet the under. Hard to kick field goals. Hard to throw the deep ball. Hard to get a lot of points really quickly. Um, I want to... I want to say there's our seven games on the on the slate. If we were to look at this today, I think we go Raiders, um, Raiders, Bears, Falcons, and then we go probably definitely the Cardinals. And you want to leave off the Commanders? That's fine. If you want to stay out of that Saints Monday Night game, because I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Andy Dalton, 0-12 in primetime games. We won a lot of Monday Night Football games. You could talk me into the Bucks or the Commanders. Yeah, I, I would I would prefer the Bucks minus two and a half, to be honest. Uh, that's that's where I would prefer the fifth. Um, 
you know, that I, there's no rhyme or reason for it. It's not like, you know, I, I could be absolutely wrong. I think there's one winner out of those three. So find me the winner. That'd have been the challenge. I do think, you know, we are a little heavy in the morning time slot. You would kind of complain to me, but I'm like, we're betting three games in the morning. We're not betting all five. And yeah. I think these are this usually follows a week after the public crushed it. Good chance to get a lot of money back for the for the sharps. I think I think we got to roll with these five, and the five being Raiders minus two, Bears plus five, Falcons plus three and a half, Cardinals minus two, Bucks minus two and a half. You know how how we we would like to do this where we play out the the entire week, like the, the whole Sunday, on how the public's going to do because they do well in cycles. And one way the public does like that it works out is the public gets hammered in the morning. They get hammered in the afternoon and they win both the primetime games. If there's ever a week that I think the public will win both their primetime games, it will be this week. It will be Kansas City. It will be this, uh, the Ravens on Monday night and they get all their money back. But they could have a horrible, horrible morning and a horrible afternoon. That could very easily happen. Where do I sign up for that? <laughs> uh Let's move on. Close it out with our final segment of the week. The I know football pal. You went with the Patriots minus two and a half. Good job by you against the jets. I wish we could have put that one in the contest myself. I had the Colts minus three. Unfortunately they were up like 11 with seven minutes to play and they couldn't close it out. Ended up losing that game outright, which makes me feel even better when they don't cover and lose at least, at least it gives me some vindication in my heart. Um, so you are two and one. I am one and two pal. Go back to your, I know football pick of the week. I just, I, I just want to just pause here and say that, you know, I'm 50% better than you. I have 50% more wins. I actually know right. I have hundred percent more wins than you since, since I know football and I'll continue that. I know football, Kansas city, Andy Reed off a by minus 12 and a half, swallow the number, take the favorite, take a blowout in Kansas city. Patrick Mahomes is back. I don't think he went anywhere. <laughs> He's been playing pretty well this year. He had a lot of commercials. He had a cousin private jet, State Farm. You know, I'm I'm gonna lean into one of our picks though. I, I don't know if this is against the rules. It might you might be able to throw a penalty flag on me, but I like the Raiders minus two at the Jags. It seems kind of square taking a road favorite, but I just can't help to to bet this team against the Jags. I, we this we could step in it here. It's part of it. Um, at the end at the end of the day, we typically. Win about 60% of our bets and lose 40%. This could be a 40% that we're stepping into, but I really like the Raiders most too. The best part is now if we lose this game, I'm going to blame it on you for putting it in the I know football segment. To be honest, I'm going to be more the guy that we need to blame because everyone else is afraid to be the person to blame. Like, <laughs> and, then we, and then we don't even need to take winners. We end up taking stupid losers. So I'll take the blame. I want the pick. The Raiders minus two is my pick. Dibs. I love it. There we have it. Bet the rent week nine in the books. As always, remember, fade the public. Bet the rents.